0: we was down back Remember days we was down
1: For tuning in to this episode of the Being Technical Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Aaron Bien, where I'm being technical and not practical, just being honest, whatever pun fits into that uh narrative or that sentence. That is what I'm doing. Once again, for all my new listeners, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. For all my supporters that have been following me through this, all my episodes, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Once again, I am available on all platforms. You can Follow this podcast. You can subscribe Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can also also stream me straight through the Anchor app, as well as subscribe to my YouTube channel, Being Technical Podcast. On this episode, though, I do have a lot to uh, unravel, a lot to uh, that I wanted to get off my chest. Uh, this episode is going to be more so, you know, reflecting. Did a lot of reflecting through the time and. Through the years and through the months of, uh, 2020 Uh, as you may, as you may know My birthday is coming up I am turning 30, Dirty 30 Uh, big shout outs to the Scorpios out there The best zodiac sign of them all And as I approach this wonderful big 30, The Dirty 30, um You know, I had to sit back and kind of think and reflect on about the next chapter, the next decade, turning the page on 20, not hitting the big 3-0, and uh, hopefully 30 and and beyond. Uh, For the first time, for those I'm sure that know me, I am a diehard sports fanatic, sports junkie. Also, a very opinionated person, and I'm also a person that likes that has been led onto this false prophecy, this false hope that every year could be the year. And this, and after the first let's just say seven weeks of the wonderful NFL season, I must say, other than some great football, just to be happy that there is football. That we have, after all that's gone through, through the pandemic, we finally got the football season that I was dearly, dearly hoping for. But, it hasn't turned out the way I liked it. And I must say, for the first time, I am disgusted and just embarrassed of what my favorite football team has put me through this year. I'm so disgusted with them. I'm not even going to call them by their name. You know the team name that you guys know that I am a diehard supporter, fan, fanatic, junkie. From now on, I'm going to call them the Minnesota Purple Football Team and I will not call them by their real name. Until 2021, because what I have seen is embarrassing. They have humiliated us on national television, blowing leads, getting embarrassed. And I must say, this pains me to say this, but to all my Minnesota followers, Minnesota sports fans Fans of the Minnesota Purple Football Team I apologize For supporting The quarterback number 8 Because I'm not even going to call him by his name Anymore You know who this guy is I- I'm going to start calling them Like You know everyone you know Everyone that's played NCAA football back in the day You know They never had they, You know in the game It was a great game by the way EA Sports bring back NCAA football, we missed that game But for those that played that game, you know that they went by their numbers But even when they used their numbers, you knew exactly who that player was And so I'm going to refer to the quarterback of the Minnesota Purple football team Number 8, I'm officially off your bandwagon I supported you so hard I rode your bandwagon Took a lot of heat for it, went on radio, in attempts to bring you here to Minnesota and you could be the final piece to a Super Bowl that I have been, and as well as the rest of the fan base in the state of Minnesota, have been aiming for to get back to since, like, the 70s. And we thought you were going to be the one that... Well, at least me showing blind loyalty to that you were going to be the one that was going to be the franchise quarterback we have not had. I I guess you could say Culpepper. Maybe Culpepper. He gave us a good couple years. Tarkenton, but who the hell remembers Tarkenton? We was, like, didn't exist. And... What have you shown us this last seven weeks of just pathetic football? Bad interceptions? Losing on prime time like you guys normally do when the country is watching. You crumble like graham crackers soaked in a glass of milk or cookies or Oreos. Whatever. Crumbling. Crumbling. In front of everyone's eyes And I am here today To say I will not Utter the name of the Minnesota Purple football team And I will not name The quarterback number 8 Until the year Until 2021 Because I am disgusted I don't know if you'll get another chance To be the quarterback of this football This Minnesota purple football team but if y'all don't get y'all act together and first of all, he signed an extension. He played some great football last year. Once again gave us false hope. Like all these other sports teams in the beloved state of mine of Minnesota. Thank I I don't even live there anymore and I couldn't imagine living there right now and having to deal with that team. And then not only that, but winter is coming. Imagine the the season's already over, and we're we're only in the seven weeks of the football season, and our season is already over, and winter is coming for the state of Minnesota. I will say I feel bad for y'all. I will watch from a distance in this beautiful, sunny city of Atlanta, Georgia, speaking of which, who also does not have was also another cursed sports team, Sports City. I, I, I honestly don't know who's got it worse in, in sports. Does, does Atlanta have it worse or does Minnesota have it worse? I mean, just recently, the Atlanta Braves were up 3-1 in the NLCS, one game away from going to the World Series, and they blew it. To the Dodgers And not only that They Just Three four years ago Had a 25 Point lead In the Super Bowl Against New England Patriots And found a way to blow a 25 Point lead In the Super Bowl And lost then they then just last week they lost to the Detroit Lions and wish they were up. They had a 98% chance of winning that football game. Todd Gurley all he had to do was take a knee at the 1-yard line. The game was over. He accidentally scores. The Detroit, Detroit Lions get it back. They lose the game. Then they blew the lead against the Dallas Cowboys. And then you got the Minnesota Purple football team this year who had a double-digit lead against the Tennessee Titans, and blew that game. They were up eight points in the fourth quarter under two minutes. No, they were up five points, fourth and inches. All they had to do was get a fourth and inches after they were getting eight yards every time they carried the ball, but they couldn't get the one yard that mattered, and they ended up letting the Seattle Seahawks go down the field and won the game. 94-yard drive. Honestly, I, I, I tr- t- the two cities that I have lived in, the Twin Cities and the Atlanta, in Atlanta, the two cities that have the longest sports championship drought in all of major sports. Both of those teams, both of those teams. And ironically, the last championship that the Minnesota area won was 92. The Minnesota Twins ironically beat the Atlanta Braves in the 1991 World Series. How ironic. But obviously Atlanta came. They won it in 95. So right now, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Atlanta hold the longest championship drought in all of major sports. All major sports. So who, I I truly don't know who's got it worse. So I feel bad for Atlanta, but at least Atlanta, at least y'all got hip-hop. At least y'all got warm weather. Y'all got the nightlife. Y'all got black Hollywood. I mean, y'all at least got other things to distract y'all from y'all cursed sports franchises. But what does Minnesota have? Oh, we got the Mall of America. You want to ride around in Paul Bunyan's axe? At least Atlanta gets warm weather all year round. Maybe get a little rain, a little chilly. But it's about to hit the heart of winter in the state of Minnesota. And they give you false hope. Just like the Atlanta team. But the difference is at least the Atlanta sports franchise, they at least get to the championship game. At least they lose at in the championship game. I mean, you had the Georgia Bulldogs blow a national championship lead in Atlanta to Alabama. Then you had the Falcons. Then you had the Braves. But the Minnesota, Minnesota, is this that team that that city that just gives you false hope? I feel bad for the wonderful. Residents of the state of Minnesota Because every year you guys have this false sense of optimism That every year You, the team, this is the year This is the year Twins Best hitting sport, uh, home run team last year Swept by the Yankees Matter of fact, they haven't won a game, a playoff game since 2005 Again, another chance this year Won the division Swept by the cheating Astros then a few years back, when go to, to the NFC championship off the Minneapolis Miracle, that's when we thought luck was turning. had a chance to host a Super Bowl in your own stadium. You would have been the closest team and you get relaxed on national primetime game, a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Gave the whole city a sense of hope that we could represent in the Super Bowl, have our team in the Super Bowl, and just like the Minnesota Purple Football Team that they are, they let us down. I, I feel offended that I'm even calling them purple just because that's disrespectful to Prince and Purple Rain because he was a. At least we had Prince. And he doesn't deserve to see a purple franchise like that Disappoint the wonderful city of Minneapolis And the wonderful state of Minnesota First of all, they owe the the city of Minneapolis a refund for that stadium For how embarrassing they have been this year The, The Twins, the Timberwolves, you guys owe the city of Minneapolis a refund For putting that putrid of a team out on a field that can't... How do you got more stadiums and more stadium renovations done than you do have championships? Teams that win championships deserve their stadium, new stadiums and new stadium renovations. Y'all have spent billions and dollars of tax money to the city of Minneapolis. And you can't even host one parade, one championship parade in the city of Minneapolis. You should be ashamed of yourselves. But that was my rant on them. I digress on that because I'm just going to raise my blood pressure. And as I get older, I want to keep my blood pressure down. So I'm not even going to stress about them, at least until next year. I don't want to hear about them. I don't want to see about them. And if y'all trade, by the way, Minnesota Purple football team, if y'all trade Adam, Dillon away, that might be the last, the final straw that breaks the camels. But I. I the state the state of Minnesota might riot it might tear down the U- U.S Bank Stadium. if you even dare trading away the Minnesota Golden boy away there might hell might be risen because maybe you don't remember back in 2005 we traded a beloved receiver Randy Moss and it was almost like Back in 05, you know, before there was social media, before there was Twitter, before Adam Schefter would break a story at 6 in the morning. You know, you wake up, you see a trade. Nah, not back then. See, because the paper came out before before things happened, you know. So you didn't have social media. You didn't have any of that to update you. So this was about the first time I felt true heartbreak. You know. It was a wonderful 8th grade day. Got off of class, got off of school, you know, backpack. It was a wonderful day. I remember it to this day, 2005, as I reflect back on my past and my experiences with the Minnesota football team. I come home, you know, just being the young, naive guy, kid that I was, not thinking of much, get home, turn on the TV, turn on ESPN News, I don't even, is ESPN News even a channel anymore? I don't know. I I think it's like ESPN 1, 2, 3. They got ESPN Plus. But they had ESPN News. For all you youngins out there who don't know, ESPN News was a channel. I turn on the TV, and I, boom, on the bottom ticker. Vikings trade Randy Moss. And I was, (gasps) I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I had to turn the TV off, turn it back on. And they said it again, Vikings trade Randy Moss to the Oakland Raiders. That is when I knew this this team was going to let me down. I was too young to experience the 98. Minnesota Vikings, 15-1. and one. Had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Had a whole Miami song. And ironically, they lost to the Atlanta Falcons to get to the Super Bowl. Then, you know, I was like, oh, I'm young. Uh, It hurt a little bit. I was like, they'll get back. They'll be back. they was good this year. They'll do it again. Then they got back in 01. I was like, see, I knew they'll be back. Shalax by the Giants, 41-0. Then I was like, oh, my goodness. Don't worry. They'll be back. And it took another nine years until they got back. And then they're on the cusp. They're almost a game-winning field all the way. Going to the Super Bowl. We thought the curse was over. Penalty happens, boom. Brad Favre throws an interception. Saints kick a field goal. They go to the Super Bowl, lose in another heartbreaking fashion. And why do I say this? Because as I turn 30, I have never witnessed and seen my favorite sports teams win a championship. For all those sports fans out there Who've seen their teams win championships I don't know how that feels As y'all say y'all want more championships One's not enough But one's one more than enough Because I'm going to be 30 And I've not seen one of my sports teams Win a championship And that got me thinking When, what is enough? And I'll think back, my generation. This generation likes quantity over quality. It's always, I want more. But when's more enough? When is it enough? Why is it quantity is always better than quality? You know, in this age of age of social media, it's always about how many followers do I have. Not about how many of the followers I interact with. It's always how many followers can I get. How many followers do I have? How much money? How many cars? Not the one car that you like. Not the one pair of shoes that are the nicest pair of shoes. Oh, you got to have all the shoes. You got cities like L.A. Winning championships after championships. Recently got the Lakers. Won a championship. Boston, they got the Patriots winning six Super Bowls. Got the Red Sox winning World Series. You know, the hockey team, the Bruins won a Stanley Cup. Chicago, Jordan got six. Cubs win a championship. White Sox win a championship. Even the Blackhawks, the hockey team, won a championship. But. Oh. Mm-hmm. When is it enough? Why is it the quantity? Why is it, oh, it's more, but instead of enjoying just the one? Do you think the 16 championships or the five, six championships in L.A. means more than the one championship that Cleveland won with LeBron James? Ask yourself that when you want to try to get as many as possible. But when's it enough? In this age. Like the GOAT conversation. LeBron just winning a championship. Won it with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's got four championships. But people will not recognize him as the GOAT. Because he doesn't have six championships. Oh no. He's not the GOAT. Because Jordan has six championships. Instead of looking at the quality of championships. Even Kobe. Kobe. Oh, he's got five championships. Oh, but he won three with Shaq. Jordan's got six championships. LeBron only got four. But think about what LeBron's championships valued. He won two championships in Miami. Then he goes to Cleveland Wins a championship For the city of Cleveland This is the same City that did not have A champion That might be the third most cursed Sports town In all of sports Most cursed He won a championship to Cleveland Do you think That one championship in Cleveland carry Means more to them Than the six championships Jordan won in Chicago Because I might argue that one championship LeBron James won for Cleveland equals three championships that Jordan accomplished. Think you know, my Jordan had a Hall of Fame coach. Jordan had a Hall of Fame team. He had a Hall of Fame co-star in Scottie Pippen. We all watched the documentary. We saw how loaded the Chicago Bulls were. But Jordan be, can be known, known as the GOAT just because he has more championships Than a guy who won a championship for a city that didn't win a championship for 40 plus years prior to that. I think that equals three more championships. See that's the problem with people in in my generation. They always look at quantity over quality. Because me as a sports fan I am. I just want one championship. I just want to see my team win one championship, the Timberwolves were close in 04 when they had the ticket, Cassell, and Sprewell, and we lost to the Lakers, and all the Minnesota football, purple football team, a championship appearances, can't win a Super Bowl, then got the Twins, we, I just want one, just one, just one, one's enough for me, and but the rest of you greedy folks, y'all always want more. Gimme, 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 gimme. No, that's not enough. I need more. And that's the problem that I see with my generation and the generations. Going forward, they always want more. More, 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 more. They don't sit back and appreciate the, the one, the quality. It's always oh. How many girls I could pull? Not the one woman, not the one quality woman. They'd rather have a flock of women over that one, one quality woman. It's always, oh, I, I need as many likes as possible. But you don't appreciate that one good picture you put on IG. That was the best picture. It's always quantity over quality in this society, this generation. Hopefully the generations to come, they start appreciating quality over quantity. But just because you have more, doesn't mean you're going to be more happier because you have more. So that's something to think about. And that's something I think about and sit back and reflect as I turn the big 3-0, 30-30. That I want to appreciate quality over quantity. It's not about how much or how many I have It's about how good is the one I have So that's something for y'all to think about Anyways, y'all ponder with that I appreciate y'all for tuning in to this episode Again, you can follow me on Twitter just Aaron. Listen to, listen to all my rants and opinionated things that I say Follow me on IG if you want to see some cool pictures of me Also, subscribe to this podcast, available once again on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, streaming straight from the Anchor app. But before I go, I want all my wonderful citizens of this beautiful country, of the United States of America, to go out and vote. It is your due diligence and your obligations as a citizen of this wonderful country to go out and vote. And that's where you get your voices heard. So, everybody, go out and vote. Anyways, that's my time. I got to go. I'm out. Remember, go vote.
0: I try to say And if my grandma isn't straight That shit's a tragedy I see them hunting niggas down there causing casualties This hell on earth It ain't no place to raise a family I pray the Lord I see I pray my soul to keep Say my three prayers every night Before I go to sleep I know I'm never gonna get What is it supposed to be But I need changes in my life Devil too close to me Devil too close to me Devil too close to me I see my enemies turn friendly And get close to me I seen a movement from a distance, they approach me I don't trust nobody, the burner may come toast me Used to get blessings from my grandma for I leave out for my day She the reason that I'm here, no any day could be my day Countless nights had situations that ain't almost go my way I'm still standing by my mission, I'ma do this shit I couldn't speak, my body bleeding, I was restless. They stuffed them twos down through my throat cause I was breathless. My mama never left my side, she was my best friend. I seen the tears run out her eyes and it was endless. Ain't had no fear up in my heart, my soul was stressless. He done blessed me with a chance when I was helpless. I promise I would never lose and i forget this. Remember me, said if I die today, know what I try to say. Hitting my grandma isn't straight, that shit's a tragedy. I see Hunting niggas down there, causing casualties. This hell on earth, it ain't no place to raise a family. In my life, no, I need changes So many people around me, but they feel like strangers Don't get too close to me, you know I get anxious I seen the devil, I hope God sent me some angels We in a crisis Walk outside and feel like we at war, my block is ISIS Turn the TV on them bodies dropping, we can't fight this I survive the day, but we don't treat it like it's priceless When we at them funerals, the only time we righteous Yeah, I need blessings on me I know many niggas want their weapons on me I know I've been paranoid, I watch them closely But I just heard my nigga got shot by his homie Damn, that shit so cold to me Can't nobody tell me nothing, my hood still got hope in me I just want my millions, don't want nobody to notice me No killer, but no nigga game to me. Said nah. if I die today, know what I try to say. And if my grandma isn't straight, that shit's a tragedy. I see them hurting niggas down there causing casualties. This hell on earth, it ain't no place to raise a family. I pray the Lord, I see, I pray my soul to keep. Say my three prayers every night before I go to sleep. I know I'm never gonna get what is it supposed to be, but I need changes in my life, devil too close to me.